Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a video and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Today, I'm delighted to welcome a very exciting advertising professional from across the border, Pakistan, Umer Kazi. Umer, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Ashutosh. Nice to be here. Thank you. Umer is the founder of Ishtihari, which... A lot of us in India will understand what is Ishtahar advertising. Uh, he, he's, he works with major brands like Unilever, Facebook, Castrol, Abbott, and Johns Hopkins. So, Umair, tell me, what would you say are three key milestones in your life or your career? You know, uh, if you would have asked me this question maybe five, six years ago, I mm-hmm. would have had a different answer because I, I identified with my work first and then everything else. But lately now, I've been, when I was thinking about this, um, I think the the first milestone top of my list is having a child mm-hmm. because I felt like, I mean, it's something that completely changes your perspective on what you need to achieve, what you need to put out into the world and what the continuity for that is. Correct. Uh, and, and, you know, if, if our life is a series of projects, I think having a child is perhaps the most meaningful one that you can put up there. Right? So, so, so that's at the top of my list. And my son is six years old now mm-hmm. and he's homeschooled and uh, it's it's just been a journey. Fantastic. And then second, again, so I pushed it down the entrepreneur part. So I, 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 I only worked for a year and a half, perhaps two years before uh, for the man before mm-hmm. starting my own uh, business. And somehow that that bug is so deeply ingrained in me that it's it's become a part of my identity. And I, mm-hmm. I think that that is a, that's when I changed to be something else and haven't been able to change back into anything else now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think um, uh, the third milestone, if I were to, uh, if I were to be honest, it's, it's the first time that I actually traveled out of my own comfort zone, out of my mm-hmm. own country. Mm-hmm. And that happened to be a trip to India in 2008, wow. by the way, I'm not, I'm not a very, I wasn't a very well-traveled <laughs> person before that because mm-hmm. of circumstance and all. Sure. Uh, but 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 the first time that I traveled, it it really opened up the horizons and it got me addicted to this sort of thing. Mm. And after that, you know, this this last year has just been, it's just been mind wrecking because usually I, myself and my family we make it a point to travel at least once every five six months mm. uh, because we feel like that gives us a perspective on our life. Correct. And just we we haven't been able to do that. But I know. at least this weekend I've. I've plan to sneak in a trip <laughs> so i'm really looking forward to Fantastic. that but these these three seem Fantastic. to be at the top you know, such mind. such amazing milestones so i must add to your first milestone where you said having a child is an important thing i'm at a stage where i'm trying to persuade both my sons to give me get us a grandchild oh but they're not yet listening so that will be a big milestone for me as well <laughs> if they yeah, can just, it's, it's just that before you've had a child you you know, know the same thing happened my grandparents you know Niall my son's grandparents my mm-hmm. parents mm-hmm. kept saying the same thing you know when will we have you know when I we know. hear the little pitter patter feed we're like no no way <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know it's, it's when it happens wow damn <laughs> well, culturally we're all the same no? so, so let's <laughs> not talk about your uh, your Ishtihari. tell me about this venture Okay, so uh, first of all, so Ishtihar, you picked it right. So Ishtihari is, can be attributed to, to the word Ishtihar, which Correct. means in, in Hindi or in Urdu, it means advertisement. Right. But we are more, we, there's another colloquial meaning to it as well, which we lean towards, right? Mm-hmm. That's Ishtihari. So it's, it's usually, uh, uh, you know, added 
as ishtihari mujrim right mm-hmm. ishtihari are, are those people who have literally have wanted ads for them I right see. so unki tasveer kahin lagi hoti hai that this person is wanted for breaking so and so law mm. and that's the meaning that we really uh, you know gravitate towards because mm. we felt like you know when we were starting out we felt like you know if 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 at this point in time we're starting an ad agency it has to be different and what we have to suggest to our clients as well in this you know there's so much spend going there are giants in the field and everything unless you're willing to bend some rules and break some rules in the process you're just going to get lost in the crowd mm. so whenever we pitch we say you know what okay guys uh, you're the client this is the brief but mm. our core dna is that we're going to cross question this we're probably going to break some of these rules mm. and we're probably going to annoy you into thinking a little differently because that's our claim to fame uh, so it's a it's primarily like a creative and digital agency we mm. founded it in 2011 my partner and i Mm-hmm. and uh, we, so, so we we trying to uh, you know what we say is we're on a mission to make advertising suck less because you know i'm an ad man but even i hate ads <laughs> so at least it should not <laughs> suck as much as it does right now right. and that's that's what we've been trying to do for the last uh, good 10 years now fascinating so tell me you know when you were building ishtihari yeah. what were some of your key challenges and what were some of your learnings so key challenges like i said so i i worked as soon as i came out of college mm-hmm. uh, i worked for uh, an agency for a year and a half aur wo wohi hota hai na when you go into the to the job world you go like yaar my mm-hmm. boss is itna he's a sell out yaar he mm-hmm. doesn't know anything you know mm-hmm. we do all this crazy stuff and then he just dumps it down and he makes these decisions that doesn't make as if it as you know we'll make our own stuff we'll start our own thing we'll start mm-hmm. our own business mm-hmm. we'll give him competition it's only when you've actually gone through the motions you realize those were some very smart moves that per- that person did and mm-hmm. there are it always looks a lot easier from the outside than it actually is Absolutely. and that we learned the hard way mm-hmm. uh, as we built it up and then as the company grew and we're going into our 10th year now mm-hmm. uh, it i you know suddenly in you know 5 6 7 years down the line attrition mm-hmm. started to become a problem because you know most of our our team is now built on on gen z and on millennials and that i am a millennial myself mm-hmm. but uh, they they're notorious for for you know changing their career paths in the in the blink of an eye so uh-huh. how, you know keeping balancing the good culture that they stay on don't mm-hmm. overbear them give them challenges that's become a key learning uh, challenge point mm-hmm. uh, and then now i think in the last year or so i think then this is something that ashutosh I, i i'm inspired by the way you've done it mm-hmm. i'm beginning to see the merit of having a a, a very well defined structure mm-hmm. which is something that i actively like when we started shop i was like no our whole agency is built on the fact that there are going to be no rules Correct. we don't want rules we don't want Correct. policies that's that's mm-hmm. that's you know that's so archaic but now i'm beginning to see that that structure is something that that probably has has a lot to do to to expand and to reach our visions mm. you know it is very interesting you're saying this because i have often argued this you know when people tell millennials have short attention span millennials change too many jobs etc i said you know at different ages forget millennials when you're in your late 20s and early 30s we are all the same <laughs> and then that. the structure starts to come in and yeah. then the millennials will become millennials plus and evolved completely you know so i'm ah, delighted true. you are saying this So you know, tell me, you you've been in in advertising for ten years. Hmm. Over the last ten years, how have you seen customer expectations change from an agency, especially in the world of digital? Well, uh, so so we we all grew up watching Mad Men, right? Hmm. So it was you know, oh, 
एक बंदा आएगा यू नो जस्ट से कॉन्सेप्ट क्रिएटिव रेंज सुप्रीम एंड सो दैट्स thrown out the window <laughs> been thrown out the window in the last 10 years because now tech is a big part of it mm-hmm. um and uh, you know everything that you do is measurable and it's it's sometimes uh, brands and agencies need to take a chance on something like our agency mm-hmm. you know when we go in and present our ideas it usually doesn't have a precedent so i can't like give a very accurate roi because i don't have a a case study for it yet Correct. but then that's the thing that's the first time you do it it's it's going to probably uh, you know create a benchmark that you can then flaunt to others as mm. well and secondly the the problem that i'm beginning to see uh, it's, it's i wouldn't call it a problem but the challenge that i'm beginning to see is uh, uh now that uh, advertising is is evolving mm. it's in this very strange place where it's in between a service industry and a product industry mm. right so so in some parts procurement will come in and you know they will say you know what you're a product you're supposed to deliver these mm. goals these mm. results and this should be your line item cost and then on the other hand they would want you know oh we want out of the box ideas i i don't have a manual i don't have like a list of ideas that i can just take it out and give it to you for x amount of rupees correct uh, so it's it's that tension between how it's moving between products and between services that we i think is is uh, accentuated in the last 10 years hmm. um and and the the flip side of this is uh that uh, more and more brands at least in in my sphere of things as i get deep as our agency gets deeply embedded into brands they're beginning to look at us as internal stakeholders rather than just a you know a, a hitman for hire you know this is x marketing hmm. problem inko lao fix it and then take it out hmm. to the extent that sometimes we end up taking i mean jo brand ya client teams hoti hain wo meetings mein hoti nahi hai agency mm-hmm. unke baap pe baat kar rahi hoti hai dusre mm-hmm. stakeholders se mm-hmm. internally ke bhai uh, these guys are you know look after our stuff just speak to them so that sort of transparency and honesty and trust that's come into the equation i think is 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 very welcome very interesting you know uh, whenever i speak to advertising people in india yeah. i often ask them you know this this their own line of uh, david gilvi only half of advertising knows uh, works but nobody knows which half yeah you know so 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 you know but when you look at what technology is doing you know with so many platforms there is i find there's a lot of pressure on newspapers and television what uh, is happening in your country yeah so newspaper i mean it's just advertising is all about packaging right you will literally i mean there's i'm sure you heard of indonesia mein there's this uh, this is rare coffee bean that's mm. literally the extremment of of a civet cat correct and then you know it's literally poop mm. but it's the world's most expensive coffee expensive. because of the way it's packaged the way it's it's told the story correct. is woven around mm. it right so similarly in advertising it's just uh, you know you might call it a newspaper you might mm-hmm. call it a tv but at the end of the day it's it's uh, it's content for your eyes and your ears and perhaps your mind right mm-hmm. so so i think um you know calling it newspaper newspaper just like in the rest of the world in mm-hmm. pakistan they're struggling they they're trying to reinvent they mm-hmm. they they're successful pulling pushing into digital and and it's it's interesting so my first job that i had you we started this this little uh, garden outside mm-hmm. there was a little tree in it back in 2009 and i was new and i saw uh, you know i made a bet with a colleague and i said you know what tv is going to be dead in 10 years mm-hmm. and digital is coming and this that or wo literally humne na wo uh jaake wo darakh pe scrape kar we, you mm-hmm. know we, we we just carved mm-hmm. it into the tree mm-hmm. so uh, that was naive of me tv isn't that tv is still big here Absolutely. it's just that 
video content now it's probably on demand probably mm-hmm. it's not being served through cable or satellites probably it's coming through youtube or something else mm-hmm. so uh, all of these are just labels ashutosh that, that the labels might change but at the end it's it's a competition to capture more of our eyes more of our ears and more of our brains mm-hmm. uh and you know that they will still reign supreme no matter how you look at it but as an advertising professional when yeah. you are talking to your client uh, about you know buying media across multiple yeah. platforms yeah. the advertising dollar is competing for social media for ott for apps like tiktok etc what are your thoughts on how uh, are all these uh, different platforms going to service the brands so once again so the the apps they or, or the platforms they come and go right so mm-hmm. you know maybe uh, eight years down the line facebook for all the rage uh, now they're saying that millennials don't don't even yeah, like gen z doesn't even yeah don't even use it and and then you know tiktok came tiktok got banned in india mm-hmm. tiktok got banned in pakistan got unbanned in pakistan started mm-hmm. it and again blah 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 again it's banned uh, so so and now uh, audio which is uh, something like uh, Uh, podcasting is is all the rage in india it's moving mm. here as well uh, so so it's these tools and that that are relevant for a certain point of time but mm. you know they have herd mentality mm. so sometimes uh, we we get we, we lose the forest for the trees right so mm. we got so uh, so focused on on building a, an expertise for that tool that we forget that at the end of the day it's it, the advertising dollar is chasing us after engagement and mm. concept and storytelling mm. now the storytelling you know take it 100 years back it was someone sitting under a tree and telling a story mm. you could have integrated a brand in that mm. today it's going to be on tiktok on on any of these mediums and you have to integrate it into that mm. uh, so it's it's just a tool i, I i'm not too worried about it uh, to be honest i i don't uh personally i don't look after a lot of the media spend so we we try to position ourselves as the content agency not necessarily okay. uh optimizing for for each and every dollar spent into media so i i could be uh, a little biased okay. understand so you you are the more the creative person i i like to think so wonderful wonderful <laughs> so uh you know uh, again we just spoke a little bit about millennials again here i'm what i'm finding from a lot of young uh, people is that uh in terms of seeking a career as an advertising professional i find i'm finding that the millennials and the gen zs are not necessarily taking it up because there are so many other options coming what is happening uh, in your part of the world yeah that's true it's actually a downward pressure that we feel overall in the industry, in in the entire let's say demographic mm-hmm. about not uh not going through traditional career choices so mm-hmm. th- whether it's advertising whether it's uh, something now that you know uh, i'll grow up to be a youtuber mm-hmm. i'll grow up to be a tiktok star mm-hmm. i'll i'll be the world's most you know greatest expert on this particular niche you know i'll be Correct. the king and the queen of shoelaces nobody mm-hmm. will know better than me and mm-hmm. i will monetize that so i think it's overall a, a downward pressure on this and and millennials once again so i i somehow uh, understand you know can understand it because i'm at the tail end of the millennial thing but yeah. uh, more and more so with gen z as well then they're, they're not going to i feel like they they are much more fluid and they're willing to take those risks mm-hmm. which is why they have 
they have that sort of entrepreneurial mindset and you know the the joke around the room is that there are there are more entrepreneurs now than there are customers correct so more biz- people are looking to you know have their own thing because that has a badge value attached to it i can understand that hmm. uh then actually go through a tr- traditional career paths even in advertising are very uh, are still regimented you have to hmm. do this you have to take it through the grind rise through the ranks and then become eh, something hmm. they're like oh nothing doing don't have time for that hey how about i do like a kick ass something right now and then mm. i can shortcut that entire thing mm. which is nice i mean i like it very interesting. <laughs> very interesting so i'm going to move to the next segment of our conversation which is some questions yeah. for you personally only yeah my first question is that for someone who is dealing in brands and for someone who is dealing with so many clients what are some of the core values you believe in okay so the first value and this will sound a little cliche is honesty mm-hmm. and it's not honesty for for some altruistic sense it's just mm-hmm. that i personally very bad as a liar okay <laughs> i i shouldn't be in advertising okay. <laughs> but uh, okay. honesty spe- specifically in failure because you know everything we do is an experiment in life and some of them work some of them mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. we have to make those choices and we have to be transparent about learning them and and this is something that that i'm i often get heat for as well ke you know advertising about packaging you know just mm-hmm. just say ke you know this sort of mistake happened but you know whatever it's 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 okay mm-hmm. but no you have to learn like you said it's about your book as well i haven't had a chance to see it but you have to be honest in your failures so that you can move ahead Correct. and then on a uh, connected to that is that you need to have that sort of drive to do experimentation mm-hmm. and it, it's primarily because you know it, it, there is so much going out mm. out there uh, in the world that you will get bored very easily so you know you, you'll by the time you master something you're already bored of it and especially mm. true for gen z mm. so you have to keep you have to trust your boredom so when you get bored about something uh, try to go up try to go sideways try to think laterally and just go out and do something else instead mm. so 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 this ex, you know twin drive of ex, experimentation and then honesty in adapting to the failures mm. is something that that at least i i personally fantastic. believe in fantastic my next question umair is on success yeah and i know success meaning of success changes as we go through life but at 10 years of uh, you know ishtihari as you look mm. back and as you look at what you going to achieve in the future yeah what does success mean to umair today at this stage uh and well, <laughs> given your massive perspective mm. i think this might look a little naive no, but at, at this stage what i'm trying to do is i am trying to uh detach myself from uh from my business it should operate uh, once again my entrepreneurial you know mm. thing goes up so the only way i can give more time to my first priority which is my family my son my wife is when i can the problem with entrepreneurs as you've noticed is that even when we're sleeping we're thinking oh you know we could do this this way we could do it that way yeah. so how i need to be able to shut off that part of my brain mm-hmm. and be able to inject enough structure that i i should be able to if i want to pursue something i should be able to do that but my business should not rely on me to do any particular role whether mm-hmm. it's leadership whether it's inspiration whether something else there should be a mechanism in place that it should work almost by itself mm. uh only when you know it should be an opt in process for me not necessarily a must do amazing you know that is what i what you've just said is what impresses me the most about millennials when i was 32 33 34 mm. 
my objective was how soon will i be a millionaire when will i get uh, you know a three star car in front of my you know my house yeah. right and you know which how big a job will i have but every time i speak to someone who was a millennial they're talking about the world they're talking about family they're talking about children i mean that's so incredible thank you and i hope <laughs> these parameters stay exactly the same 20 years from now as well for you you know so. no as a matter of fact i hope they change i mean they're, they're <laughs> my challenge for right now you know maybe 10 <laughs> okay. years 20 years i'm like no philanthropy should be the thing i should give back to the world <laughs> okay. abhi to mera bahut perspective chota hai okay when one more chat so now tell me as a follow up question to success yeah my next question is who or what inspires you so so i'll you know at the risk of sounding uh, on brand and mm-hmm. doing one thing it's mm-hmm. it's it's these two things to be honest it's one is travel because that allows me to allows me to suspend all the expectations that i have from mm-hmm. from my environment when i go somewhere else the currency is different the people are different yeah. they react in different ways so that opens up the horizons for me and that inspires me to do you know i i to do more things mm. and the other is something that's much more close in hand which is once again like i said my my child is at this age where by you know in the last 2 3 years he's asked me such ridiculous questions like mm. why is milk white mm. why is water wet mm. you know these sort of things really because kids have that imagination Correct. and they think anything is possible they hear yeah. me like i do a, do the podcast with uh, suveer as well mm. that india pakistan mm-hmm. podcast right so they see, he sees me recording he's like hey can we have our own podcast I'm like mm-hmm. yeah sure and then he's like oh okay i'll make the logo like this he's only six i'll make the Amazing. logo like this this will be our title this will be what we'll do <clears throat> so this genuine curiosity that someone very small has mm-hmm. really inspires me to be honest fantastic. and then couple that with with the external world it it completes the equation for fantastic. me fantastic fantastic this is the first time i've heard an answer of this kind to <laughs> who are what inspires you thank you <laughs> my next question to you uh, umair is on failure Uh, and i've often said uh, parents in south asia or parents in asia don't teach children it's okay to fail yeah i was always told first how line mein first aana hai class mein line ke sabse aage hona chahiye etc etc and mm. i've seen that manifests itself in our behavior patterns mm. which is why in delhi at a traffic light instead of three cars you'll have nine cars because everyone mm. wants to be the first of the block yeah. if an aircraft full of indians lands at an airport the guy in the last row wants to get out first because yeah. in his mind he has to be out first mm. yet we fail all the time so my question to you is what have been some of your learnings from some of your mistakes you know it's uh, it's interesting how you're exploring failure you're right it's it's baked into our culture mm. even though my parents were the sort that said first out main aata hi nahi tha had very low expectations uh-huh. Okay, okay. but uh, but there is this uh, couple it in with this very uh, this jargon which is fomo right fear of missing out mm-hmm. and 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 then inject a little bit of entrepreneurship for example i'm speaking i'm supposed today's supposed to be a day off it's a mm-hmm. deserted holiday in pakistan today mm-hmm. it's a resolution day everybody is off you know mm-hmm. my wife said you know we'll have fun this that blah 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 mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. but here i am because i don't want to miss this opportunity mm-hmm. and after that i'll be working on something else so yes it just feels like there's this constant pressure uh my I, if i go into the specifics at this stage that i am right now you know my i think my biggest failure would be that uh i when i started my business i i sort of didn't put much attention into building those structures mm-hmm. so today my business is still very much reliant on me to do a certain number of things mm-hmm. and i felt like if i would have had a head start and then i wouldn't been so bullish about it you know 
you know what, you break all the rules, nothing, you know, we'll do it our way, you know, we'll mm. coast through it. Now that's coming and biting me in the butt mm. <laughs> because they, they, my business still needs me in the day to day. And I, sh- I should have had that structure minded uh, sort mm. of uh, approach since the beginning. That's That's mm. been my mistake. Now I'm honest, honest about it. Hopefully it'll be cleared out in the next five, 10 years. <laughs> my last question, Chuna Umair, which is that, and this is for the thousands of people who will listen to our conversation. Yeah. What would your advice be to a young individual who's starting off on her or his uh, journey as an entrepreneur? My advice would be <clears throat> at this stage to trust their gut mm-hmm. and to so so entrepreneurs. I, I can tell from uh, just you know, from my own personal experience, mm-hmm. uh, we feel like we're the shit, right? So we mm-hmm. are, it's us that the magic is in. We will bring everything together. We have the ideas, we have the drive, we have the determination. Mm-hmm. But at this point, the people, when they're starting out, they don't realize the importance of, of building a, a set of like-minded people, that the, the importance of talent, mm-hmm. which now I'm beginning to realize more and more that the talent needs to be there. And, and this is something that is missing from most entrepreneurs' equations in the beginning, because in the beginning, you're literally everybody. When we started out, it was the same. We had a business card that didn't have a designation on it because when we were accountant, I was the accountant. When I was the delivery boy, I was the delivery boy. When I was CEO, I was the CEO. So, so, so from the outset, they should start to think of uh, <clears throat> entrepreneurship as a set of people mm. rather than anything else rather than the, the, a money making machine and eventually that's that's going to pay dividends mm. fantastic umair thank you so much it's been such a pleasure speaking to you i've loved every bit of the our discussion some amazing points uh, and, and i'm amazed at how much you keep going we keep going back to the time you want to spend with your son and your family you know, that's, that's absolutely so amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure on your yeah. show. I should thank you. you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.